Welcome to Yep, Yeah, Yes with Marissa and Tamika. I am your co-host, Tamika, alongside my co-host, Marissa, and we are coming to you on this beautiful, rainy December afternoon on Long Island in the comfort of a home, sitting next to each other via Zoom in your television, if you're watching on YouTube, oh. or if you're listening on your phone, if you're not watching YouTube. In your vehicle. In your vehicle that they did not repo yet. Um, but anyway, I digress. Marissa, how are you? I'm great. How are you? How's your cough? Still got my cough. Um, every cough ain't COVID. Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> like, when can we go back to just coughing? Like, I just got a cough and I'm, I'm not, I don't got the Rona. <laughs> when can we go back to those days? It's probably going to be, you're five years out. Yeah, I know, man. Oh man, the Rona, the Rona, my Corona. Um, anyway, so today um, I want to do something, kind of flip it a little bit. We're going to have a full day of something called, it's in my hearing aid. I can't, what the, here we go again. <laughs> oh, for those of you, I, I explained this before. Tamika's got these dope new hearing aids. They're Bluetooth, so all her devices play on her ear, uh, earphones, on her hearing aids. I could hear it. I'm not sure you could hear it, but you're about to hear it right now. Let's try so, it one more time. This week, we're going to be, uh, it's all. Yeah, that's trending. All right. So basically, yep, that's trending is today's topic. We basically talk about some of the trending things going on in the news. Shout out to the original Hot Topic person. Wendy, do you, what do we want to say? Thoughts, Thoughts and, and prayers. prayers. Um, on your mom's passing. On your mom's passing. And, and you're having a mental breakdown. Yes. Yeah. Breakdown. Hope you're spending time Again. with your family during this yeah. trying time for you and so many others in our country. But um, take the time you need and come back and bring the shade in January. All right. Anyway, so let's let's start. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I digress. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So I wanted to, the, the first topic I wanted to get into was reality TV uh, woes and why, reality TV marriage woes. Yeah. And why so many of these marriages are kind of ending up in divorce. Um, it's weird because it, it seems to me that like marriage is like, you go into it, you don't go into it thinking you're going to break up. And I'm sure a lot of these couples go into the marriage not thinking they're going to break up and then go into TV thinking this is going to only make our brand stronger, make us stronger. And then before the show is even, their stint on the show is even over, they've broken up. So I, I called together a couple of people that I wanted to, us to kind of focus on. Um, I'm so excited. <clears throat> and I can hide it. Um, so <laughs> wait let's go to are we going to start with the ogs first? you can start with whoever you, oh. you start because you haven't seen this before mm -hmm. I, I need this because you know how i am like so, always making something up so i want to go with bobby and whitney for those that are are listening i made a a, a picture a collage. Of, a collage of some of history's um reality marriage couples and that the did ones not that, last that did not last correct so bobby and whitney I don't think the TV 
did anything that wasn't going to happen anyway, to be honest with you. So I can't really say it, it was a victim of circumstance. Right. 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 It was that I think that was inevitable. Um, but I will say, I think TV heightened what was happening. Then I'm going to bounce to the other OGs. Uh, um, the queen of uh, chicken is this chicken. Chicken on a seat. Oh. And <laughs> buffaloes have wings. Uh, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. That was a beautiful train wreck. That was. It, it was good it while was, it lasted. It really was. It was that cool. was great. I, didn't, I actually didn't expect them to break up. I really, Watching the show, I didn't yeah. see. I just seemed like, they seemed like they were perfect for each other. But, she was dumb and he was very immature. Right. And, you know, that didn't, that didn't last either. Where are we going next? Then we go to Adrian and, oh, what is his name? Peter Brady? From the Brady Bunch? Oh, Chris, Christopher. See, that one, I don't understand how, how they didn't make it last. He what is his name? Um, I got to look it up. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead and say what you're going to say. Uh, how to Catch a Brady. She pitched the show because she liked him so much because they were on, what was the show they were on? Um, uh, um, uh, the Apprentice. Weren't they on The yeah, Apprentice? Yeah, they, they, they were on The Apprentice, but were they, did they meet on The Apprentice? Yes. Okay. And she, they had to pitch a show, a reality show, and then they were going to make it. And hers was, I want to pitch How to Catch a Brady. They weren't dating at the time, but she was throwing at him hard, and he caught it, <laughs> and they had a reality show. Yep. And the only reason I My feel- Fair like, My Fair Brady. My Fair Brady. Wow, 2005. And I feel like, you know what, this is completely unfair because he needed somebody who felt like he was the most amazing person in the room, the smartest, the most amazing, and she fulfilled that. What was his name? Christopher Knight Christopher and Adrian Knight. Curry. And Adrian Curry, yes. Right. So I, 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 I blame him, and I don't understand how that didn't work. Where are yeah. we going to next? Um, oh, wait, what do you want to say about them? No, I, 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 when you watched the show back then, they didn't seem like they should be together. Like they seemed like, what is it, water and vinegar? That the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't seem to match. Like they seemed like they loved each other, but they just were not compatible. Oh, that happens. You know, yeah. and, and not, yeah. I mean, some people are just together for a moment, you know, for that whatever moment that was in time. Right. But I didn't see. And where are they respectively? Do you know? He remarried someone and, and they have they're kids, still married right? to. to who, the woman he's married to now? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They've, they've been married for four years. Oh. So, I don't know. But the person is, it looks like it was his, the one he's married to now is his fourth marriage. So. So one of them has a problem. Right. I mean, I, I don't know how many times Meaning she's been married, but. Curry and Knight. Right. Well, yeah. She's been, she's on her second marriage. She's been married two years. So, but they, they were together for six years. So. Yeah. I mean. Not terrible. Not terrible. So then uh, next I want to go to, um, let's try Cynthia Bailey and Peter and Thomas Pete. from Real Housewives of, of Atlanta. It, the, the writing was on the wall the day of their, mar their wedding. Remember how the mother and the sister were crying hysterically because they're like, I don't want you to marry him. And oh, they, yeah. she was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And they were like, you're making a mistake, girl. And it was a whole big thing. Yeah. And then, you know, they didn't last long. And yeah. now, now they're in the news because she's suing him, right, for a business loan, right. And, and he's talking about that's on a I side thought, note. I like, thought we were here it is. Yeah. On, on a side note, who's in the wrong here? Is anybody like she's 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 like? I mean, he's like, why, why is she have to sue me? She knew she was gonna get her money. 
But sometimes, listen, just I'm sure she I'm communicated. It, does it? I want it now, and I've been communicating with you. I want my shit now. Now everybody know. Yeah. So. So no. Yeah. But that you know, it is what it is. What What do you want to go to? Um. Let's go to oof. Bethany Frankel and um, Jason Hoppy. Right. That was. They're all still can, married, I think. I don't. All I can say is, listen. You mm. met somebody with that kind of energy. You knew what you was getting. Right. And if you couldn't stand on that strong, don't come at it. Don't come at somebody like that and try to dim their light. And I think I think his biggest problem is that he needed something to hold over her. And at the, at that time, I think he made more money, which in his mind meant that he was more successful. Right. Now, when that shifted, he couldn't handle it. My opinion. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, it is what it is, but it's just. So what, what's, what's the phrase kids now these days say? If, uh, if you want a bad bitch, you gotta let her be a bad bitch. But if you want a bad bitch, you're trying to make her into something else. Don't be with the bad bitch. I ain't never heard none of that, but you got your, you got your, your ears to the street more than I do. I'm in the nursing home with grandma. And <laughs> I don't up. know about them streets, y'all. Where are we going to next? Shut up. <laughs> um, we try Yolanda Hadid and David Foster. Or no, it's Yolanda Hadid and Mr. Yolanda Hadid. Is that why they broke up? Because he was... Because he, he's insecure. Yeah. And he has to be David Foster, not Mr. Yolanda. What an arrogant. I saw this special on Netflix that he did. Did you see that? I saw a part of it and I can't he was, finish He was it. just he's very arrogant. You know, he's a talented musician. Um, but his... His arrogance was pal palpable, and I just, ugh. Ew. But also, her arrogance was right up there, too. The way she interacted with her friend, she, she always came across like, I'm the best kind of girlfriend. I'm a, I care about my girlfriend. Like, nobody else. Right, nobody can, else can. You know? yeah. She was the best at everything. She's the best at giving gifts. She always take care of my love. I bet her birthday's in September. Probably. You got to Google that. I'm not Googling it. You Google it. <laughs> Then we'll go to her, her, her friend on the show, um, Erica Jane and Tom Girardi, who recently uh. announced that they were splitting up. But the whole thing stems from... Oh, she's born January 11. Oh, okay. That makes an Aquarius, right? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, name, name, name. Um, so Tom Girardi and Erica, Erica Jane... Jane. Um, so they are headed towards a divorce, but is it, is it a ruse? Is it, yeah. You want to break it down a little bit? So the ruse right now is saying is, it is alleged, said that they are filing for divorce <clears throat> because he has defrauded and defunded, defrauded, defrauded um, his, his uh, firm um, of embezzled, embezzled of winnings court case winnings to uh, finance his and her lifestyles, which could be true. They, I, I don't see how he could be that rich. Like the way they be spending money like that, how she always has a glam team and they go everywhere with her. I know Bravo picks up a lot of the check, but they don't pay everybody. They, they apparently don't pay the husbands. No. They pay the wives and they don't pay the friends of. Right. So like her glam team, I don't know if they're completely paid, but some of them might be. But the whole the whole idea is if they if they file for divorce and he puts 
finances in her name, then it's not touched by the, um, you know, the, the lawsuit that him and his firm are both undergoing. And the other reason why I find it's a kind of like a ruse, she is, the way she talks about him, she has such a respect level for him <clears throat> and her marriage. And 21 years and the way she talks about it, like you, you can kind of tell when somebody's like, like that's, I'm sick of you energy or the whole like, that's my dude. I don't care if he likes to, you know, share his glass of water with a dog. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just like, there's like, there's an energy or the whole like, like I don't even like him no more, but we've been together for 20 years, whatever. Right. I don't know. There's something there. I, I don't trust it. Um, but she is insanely beautiful. Um, I love the way she just communicates. I love everything about her. I like when she's like, oh no, honey. And like, oh, you look so put together. I didn't put myself together. A whole team did. I just love everything about it. But like, now it's looking all crazy because if you took from these victims, victims of a yeah. plane crash, mm -hmm. then and their children, then so I got a problem. There's more to that story. So they haven't. They're they're another couple that has not yet divorced, but they're mm -hmm. saying they're separated. Yeah. Um, who do you want to go to? Uh, a couple more. Uh, Teresa Judice and Joe Judice. Juicy Joe and and Trey. Would they still be together if he wasn't deported to Italy? No. You think they would have still broke up? Yeah. So here's, here's two ways you can get an uppercut for Marissa. Mess with my kids and mess with my money. He did both. Those are the only two standards no. you have? No. <laughs> like, no. I got a few. Like, I got we gotta, a few. We're going to go off mine real quick and have a conversation amongst <laughs> no. ourselves. We got a few reasons why you're going to get an uppercut for Marissa. <laughs> but as far as like the dissolution of my marriage... I was taken away from my family. She, granted, she's just as dumb as he is. She signed all of these papers. Did she know full well? I think she did. Yeah, she knew that they were messing around with some money. Um, to the extent of it, probably not completely, but she knew that something shady <clears throat> was happening. So um, I feel like she is sitting in of like, yes, I do need to go away. I did something wrong but for this amount of time away from my girls, and then you're gone four years and I'm sitting here with the bag, right. not only can you not contribute to this household that we created together that we couldn't even effing afford, like now you're gonna get deported, I'm left with such a bag, you gotta get an uppercut for that one and you gotta bounce. There you go. And there you go. I agree. Uh, so we'll go to John and Kate plus eight. Um, they're, They've been divorced for a long time. I don't think that they would have gotten a divorce had TVs not come into their home and, and polarize their personalities because there's something about being complete, complacent. Like when somebody, like people calling John a doormat, you know what I mean? And so you start seeing that and you're like, you know, when somebody points out and it's in the public and now, you know, nothing is worse than a, a, a man's bruised ego. And now it's in front of everybody to see that wasn't going to last. I have a sep totally separate opinion. I knew it wasn't going to last, but, but in conclusion as to why. And here's, so I used to watch this show. Never watched it. I used to watch this show. And here's the thing that, that I think I, and I want people to put on a different lens. So I wear glasses, but I'm going to like, for dramatic emphasis, put on your lenses. And I want you to understand that um, when you have multiples, 
Um, it is, it is, and you have multiples, multiples. So they had a set of twins and then they had six after that. She had, like, when I tell you that when you have all these kids crying for you for something and babies, that baby cry does something to your insides that I can't explain. There's such a visceral reaction. You feel it into your molecules. So you have to be a well-oiled machine. You know, when you have all these hands and all these people looking at you and if he couldn't take himself to the challenge, he was very bitey towards her. Mm -hmm. And there's been so many times where she would like, and I, that's, and I love you for that. Oh, and you did this and I could never do that. And you did it, you know? And it would have been like, I remember there was one scene where one of the, one of the, one of the six, they were, I think not babies. I want to say maybe two. And they were looking for bunk beds. They were looking for furniture. And one of them hadn't pooped and had to poop. And you know, when you're potty training, you always carry like a porta potty with you. He went to the van, helped him out <laughs> and something wouldn't come out. And he pulled out a turd. Exactly. You're cringing. Most people would cringe. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I love you for that. Because that's something I would never do. And she was in, he, he went to the car with two, so she was like in the store with eight other kids. Um, sorry, my math. Is I wrong. cringe Six on kids. the side note because it ain't my kid. Right? Yeah, it ain't your kid. Exactly. But but most people like are not looking to help pull out a turd from their kid's own anus. You know. I pulled out a turd from my dog's anus. Mm -hmm. He had hair. It was like. The... Yeah, you had to go. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So I I feel like as many times people couldn't it didn't translate well to people who didn't have that sort of environment where you have to be a well-oiled machine. You have to be regimented. You have to, I remember there's so many times where she would be like, but did you, but what happened? And he'd be like, oh, well, maybe. And you're like, motherfucker, you're going to get an uppercut or you're going to put your hands in here. We got to get this going. Right. And so she, you're saying because of the, it was really the kids. No, I'm that, saying it was him. He didn't. No, he, I mean his, his the way he interacted with the kids. The way he interacted with the whole environment, not not just the kids, because I, I I'm not gonna say, you know, it could be you know editing as well. Him as a dad, I'm not I'm not talking about that. As far as like, she would consistently give him reminders and redirection of, hey, this is these are the things these are the ten things I have to get done this hour, and we got eight people looking to get this ten things done in an hour. I did eight. Where are your two? Where right. are your two? Where are your two? Oh, you only did one and a half? This one half. Da, da, da. To someone else, that might look like, wow, she's insane. But, 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 like I said, put on that lens. These are eight effing kids that you're caring for. And she's, she's a nurse. She's a labor and delivery nurse. So there is information there that she knows that we don't know when it comes to the care and development of kids. And we don't know their medicals. You know, there's some things that we, we hear in the tabloids, but there might be needs and special needs that they have that we didn't really know about and she didn't feel, feel like we needed to know. So I'm team Kate. Does she seem abrasive? Of course. Do I want to go out to dinner with her? Absolutely not. But I also know that when you have multiple people in a household that you're caring for and if you're doing the lion's share and you have to consistently remind somebody else for the two things that they got to do. It ain't going to work. And I know that to the rest of the world, he might've been like the doormat or whatever. Listen, he was very placid and complacent and 
his lazy ass. He need he. I'm not Team John, but whatever. On to the next. Right. Uh, Hulk and Linda Hogan. I don't understand how they broke up. Me neither. I don't. I like that came out of nowhere. That that was totally. I don't. Didn't he have an affair or something? She said like, but it wasn't. But she had an affair too. But she yeah. But it was like towards the end. Toward, yeah. I feel like, like it was when they had the show. It was like yeah. You go through all like he's Hulk Hogan, like the world like before when it was the WWF World Wrestling Federation. This dude, I still do this in in, in, in in school. Like when the kids are not listening, I, like I can't hear them. Got to turn up the volume. I go like that. And you're telling me to eat my vegetables. Like you've been through all of that and now you got a problem because the camera's in front of you? I don't know, man. Crazy. I don't know how they broke up. And they seem so fitting for each other. I know, they really did. Like, but they're, 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 I think it's TV. I don't know. I just don't know. I think there's something else going on. And I think it might have been with her. I don't know. It could have been him. I don't know. I really don't know. But it could... They they have what they portrayed on TV and their value system, not that I agreed with it, but they seem to have a connection on how they felt their value system was. And I just, like, how, just, go it, it is what it is. somebody just, else. Exactly. So we got one more, uh, Phaedra and Apollo. Um Jail will, jail will break up a, a marriage, but they were breaking up before. They that. were breaking up before. She only married him because she didn't want her mom to be mad at her. And, you know, you, to, to be honest, I feel like one of the telltale, telltale signs was, remember when he picked up Kenya? At, on the episode, he picked up Kenya, and they were, like, flirting with each other on the show. It was, like, very inappropriate. Oh, he physically picked yeah. up. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. It no. was just like, okay, this is not... Mm -mm. this ain't gonna work like y'all y'all work to get like he, your dude should not be showing any kind of affection or anything like that to your co-worker in front of your face in front of national tv what are you doing behind my and, back and y'all and you know that she don't get along with the woman like that so, is so like that's on the list number three that's how you get an uppercut by marissa could you imagine your dude Friend, friendly, friendly, like you don't have no enemies, but somebody that was like, that you that don't, don't really feel me like that. And you're like flirting or putting hands on some, not hands, hands, but no, hands. but like, like you're physically yes. touching. So now what would you do? What, what, what do you think would happen? What kind of conversation do you think? What, what, what would, what do you think the aftermath of all that would be with me and, and, and my boo? You would talk a lot, but you wouldn't do nothing. I, oh, you I mean would like, like leave? To, like, no, I wouldn't. No, I'm not talking about leave. I don't even think you would put, I don't think you would do anything. You would just say how you feel and then be like, so what do you want for dinner? Oh, no, I won't be cooking. Oh, well, uh, what do you want me to order? I'm no, ordering. Neither. Nah. I'm saying you would, I'm not saying in that moment, but you would just move on from it. You said how you felt and. I wouldn't move on right away. But, I don't, but I don't you know. would move on. I don't know, man. So, so. This, uh, <laughs> I got no words. So I, moving on. I'm like I'm getting angry on the inside. Right, we're going to move on from reality TV. The point of the matter is, if you want your relationship to last, mm -hmm. reality TV probably is not the, the outlet you want to go to to make money and firm up your brand. Okay. That's, and that's, that's an opinion from T. All right. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is 
um, The Crown. So I'm still in the middle of watching this season, current season on Netflix. I haven't watched it all. But speaking of the reality TV and everything like that, it had me thinking about Meghan and, and Harry. How they basically just left the UK in British royalty and they're still considered British royalty actually, but they're not, like they have no, does he keep his title? He still has it now. The queen was like, you chill for about a year and oh, then we'll revisit it. She gonna let him keep it forever. Maybe not her, but she gonna let him keep it forever. She gonna be like, look, you need to just, just do a couple royal duties for, throughout the year, stay in America and whatever. You're not on the payroll anymore. <laughs> but I think that he probably recognized the fact that like, all right. What they were doing to his wife, they did to his mother. Right. And he wasn't looking to have that kind of life. Right, and so, I'm, I'm not- Kudos to him. I gotta say, kudos to him. But the thing about it though, is what made me think when, when watching The Crown, was that like, so The Crown to me, in real life, the, the royal, what are they called? The royal family? Mm -hmm. um, they are a reality TV. The whole thing with like, trying to figure out like Harry's, true parentage his, his father so I, I i had to pull up a picture of the man major james hewitt i think his name is um so people are saying that this guy because he admitted that he had an affair with diana and so i had to google pictures of him to see if harry looks like him <laughs> and this in is my chloe opinion and oj all over oh again. my god right that's mm -hmm. chloe and oj it's crazy. Biology doesn't make you a parent, though. But but William doesn't look like his father in the pictures that I posted. He looks like his mother, though. Yeah. He definitely looks like Diana. But Harry, in the pictures that I posted, looks just like James Hewitt. But if you look at other pictures of James Hewitt, I don't think he really looks like him. Yeah. But I'm bringing this all up to say is, like, the strains of being in the royal family, right, to right, me, right. is similar to reality TV in that you know, your everything is heightened and you, you yeah. just feel a need to like, I don't know, just you, you're, you're on, you're on a hundred all day, every day. And Harry probably recognized that and was like, I can't raise my family in this and let me move on. What, what I don't understand is, okay, well, no, I, I do know like, okay, <laughs> what's, what's homegirl, Kate? Like she can do no wrong. Like literally nothing. Like, she has worn the same outfits and they're like, she's so amazing. She recycled a coat and some shoes and she's showing the world that you can rewear clothes. Everybody does it. Anyway, but she ain't, Megan, doing nothing different she ain't doing nothing different than nobody else on earth is doing, <laughs> but she's so amazing. Right. And then remember the one time they were doing something and homeboy went to like touch her shoulder and she was like, and they were like, again, she's amazing. <laughs> But, like, homegirl is just, like, looking at her husband lovingly. Megan's looking at her husband lovingly, talking about, like, he's such an amazing human. And they're like, you can't do that. That's not She can't. Megan couldn't do anything. Everything yeah. she did was wrong. Yeah. And up to and including her family. Yeah. That, she, like, could you yeah. imagine? And so, the, the, like, like I said, but the, it's not reality TV, but it is. But, and that's the thing, too. It's like, so Kate. He put, like, I will say, oh, what's the brother's name? William. William put her through the ringer. Like, they dated he, for a long time. He was time. real fucked. He, but listen, 
listen, she's reaping her rewards and benefits now, but I will say, I feel like he knew, he, homegirl played the long game, and good on you, homegirl, um, good on you for not uh, giving up, I, I, I tip my hat to any girl who plays the long game, or short game, whatever, but, but, she reminds me of, she, she is, okay, so Megan, mm -hmm. get, stick with me for a minute, Megan is Sh Sherry McDowell, okay, and Kate is the one that hopped on the leg, our, right? Our, 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 <laughs> our America is going to be so good, because they're all coming back, I cannot wait, we have to, have to do a whole episode on, oh, just on that. this show. Oh my gosh, that's amazing and so true. But but homegirl, like she can do no wrong. So then, poor Megan. Not only is she black, and then like in the eyes of, of an English person, and I'm speaking from experience. My stepdad from England spent my summers there. Trust me, I know what I'm saying when I'm telling you. Not only is she black, she's American, and she's like ruining the country. If you, you, sometimes I, I look at the tweets and I'm like, wow, they really, they still go, go hard on her. And she's not even there. Like they announced that they lost a baby. And she's disgusting. Right. For, I, how could you share something like that? So, oh, you're doing that for sympathy. Mind it's, you. It's crazy. She's so dealing with Hopefully, enough. hopefully they're living the life that they wanted to live away from the public eye. They're yeah. not, like they make a couple appearances on They're Zoom never going to, they're never going to be private people. Right. But the, but the extent to which they allow us into like, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's good. good. But good on you, homeboy. I appreciate you. I nod my hat to you. And homegirl, uh, y'all better never break up. <laughs> <laughs> you played a good game. Yeah. And you, you, you did it strong and you, y'all better never break up. Nope. Exactly. The next thing I want to talk about is um, the new Oprah. Red Table Talk discussions. I've seen like all these celebrities are running to talk to Jada and them. So here's, here's, here's something for people who don't know about there's the American subculture and I'm not going to identify it to something because not everybody knows what kitchen table talk means. That kitchen table talk, when you say that to some people, you know exactly what that means. But let me explain it. Kitchen table talk is like, we're getting our coffee. We're going to talk some shit. Mm -hmm. We're going to address it here at the table. We're gonna squash it, and once we leave, hey, nothing happened at this table. Right. It is done. Exactly. And that's why this this red table talk is so amazing. It is the new Oprah. So this the since they started, they've had a few I few people in there. Did you see the one with Demi Moore and her children? I only saw clips. So basically. Demi went into detail about the type of mother she was, and the girls were like, it, it, actually, it was only two, or, um, two of her daughters, I think, um, Rumor and Scout. I don't, I don't know the other one. Anyway, they were on there <coughs> with, with um, the red what table. We, what kind of tape mother did she say she was? I didn't see that. She, she was, like, self-involved and, you know. Mm. Yeah, and she was there, but she wasn't there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, but it's like, it's kitchen table talk Yeah. mixed with Oprah. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned the kitchen table talk, because it it's definitely was one of those things where you're like, why is, to me more, it's like an It doesn't translate to certain people. But yes, you need to go to that kitchen, you talk about it, mm -hmm. it's done, and when we leave, we don't discuss. She talked about when she OD'd 
and her daughter being there. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was. Oh, I gotta catch yeah, up. Yeah, I gotta catch up. Para mi gente up. latina, esto viran, tirando lata, virando lata. Para mi gente latina. So, you know how it's tip, spilling the tea? We're talking about Red Table Talk with Jada and them, not Gloria and them. I'm talking about it. So, you know the phrase tipping tea? Tipping the tea? No. What's tipping the tea? Sipping tea. What's oh, oh, sipping, sipping the, the tea. tea? Yeah. In Spanish, it's tipping the tea. Oh, okay. This is why I use phrases in America all the time, and I always say them wrong. But virando <laughs> lata is when you're tipping your your, okay. your pot, your tea. Virando lata is like so. We that's our red table talk. Oh, okay. That's our our kitchen table talk. It's like estoy virando lata. I'm gonna give you some gossip. We're gonna talk about it, but it don't but mean it's tipping the tea. The, the the I'm spilling the tea, but that's it. That's it. So definitely people are coming on the show and spilling the tea. Um, Snoop Dogg came on there and he was like apologizing for the things that he said. And then we had Jordan Woods on there and she's- That was a, a great one. She's apologizing, uh, not apologizing, but explaining. She has nothing to apologize for. She was explaining. She basically said she had her leg over um, Tristan, Thomas. We actually did an episode about it when mm -hmm. it first came out. So you guys can definitely Google that. Watch watch it on YouTube or mm -hmm. whatever. Um I like the one with Will Smith and and, and Jada, Jada and them, their their kids. It was it was kind of cool because they oh, had yeah. like a family discussion yeah. at the table. <clears throat> and then the the most recent one is the Olivia Olivia Jade, who is the, the daughter of um Massimo and Laurie La Laurie Lafayette. Right. And who oh, are Becky. both in jail right now because of the student student scandal the admissions, the, the admissions camps yeah so it's just no so so hold on though but so what do they call her mom who uh jada's mom because she didn't want homegirl on oh, there. oh gam gam right mm -hmm. gam didn't want her on there right and i'm like i agree i don't fucking know why she was there i'm never gonna watch it right but at the same time she needs to, I guess, tip her tea about it. Did you I, she, see it? Did you? Yeah, I no, I only saw clips. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I really want to see. Like, I'm glad that Gam said what she said to her about like you're very entitled and mm -hmm. what have you. The only thing I can say about Olivia Jade is that I'm sure anybody networks for lining up to interview her. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like nobody wanted to speak to her. I'm sure if she called Robin Roberts, she but I feel a, like this was a calculated move. Well, let me just say, I think I appreciate the fact that she went on the red table and had a conversation with three black women, mm -hmm. two of which- That must be hard for somebody in her seat that probably is not exposed to such diversity and there's a, that subculture. So yes, okay. But I, I the, the, two of the two of those women, who one of them was a former drug addict and both of them grew up in like, quote unquote, the hood. Mm -hmm. So for her to have a conversation with these three people, mm -hmm. three black women yeah. on a show that's not a network show. Yeah. And get, I don't think that she expected Gam to, to come at her like that. Adrian, her, her name, I don't know why I keep calling, she and my grandma. Um, but Adrian to come at her like that, like, mm -hmm. I don't, like, I don't respect you or your mama or any of them. Yeah. And for her to sit there and like, I understand my privilege. I don't think Take she it. understands her privilege. But part, she knows of the, it's there, part of the first step is recognizing that, okay, I do have privilege. Let me, what do I got to do? And then her talking about, well, I didn't go back because I know I wasn't meant to be there. Oh, it's, it's, oh well, thank you. <laughs> it's crazy. Thank you. You already have this global platform and people who don't care that 
you got into a school that you like she doesn't need school right oh thank you it's crazy it's crazy but like i said i appreciate you know part of the first step is is trying to find whether whether your intention was i think her intention part of it was to understand and show remorse okay she could have been using it to her benefit well, mm -hmm. we all do that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah but she could have she could have didn't use a bigger platform Okay. If it was truly about herself, I think, because she could have went on sixty. I'm telling you, one of no, these no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She could have, she could have, she had her pick to go anywhere, right? But I also think somebody who understands that social media platform, she chose the major network for her platform and for her community that she's still trying to make a coin on. So it was a calculated move. Yeah, but I, I still, I like, I still stand by the fact that she could have went anywhere because they can. They will, all those clips will always end up on social media, however, whatever form that may be in. Yeah. You know, that she could have been on GMA, she could have been on the Today Show, 60 Minutes, whatever the case, right. and she still would have gotten, she might have had a bigger platform, who knows, but, yeah. and all of those networks show clips of it. Yeah. So, it's, it's weird. The last thing I want to talk about is um, the Hillsong Church. You know, that's the church with, um, what did Pastor Carl Lentz? From he, he's a celebrity Australia, pastor. right? Yeah, he's originally from Australia. Yeah. So he, you know, he got fired from his church because he was having an affair with a woman in New York. And the thing that did I we say allegedly on this? No, because she had an she did an interview on Good Morning America and said I had an affair with him. So can it be alleged if she's? I that's what she said. It's all it's alleged. I think it's only alleged if nobody's saying nobody's copping anything and he said i had inappropriate relations oh so you know what i'm saying and now okay. he's in rehab oh no he did the rehab route yeah. oh. and his family's like i stand by him but the thing i want to focus on is the celebrity church like all these uh, is that of, one considered celebrity because in in, in down under no but but they have people. If there's one in LA and there's one in New York. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right. Oh, okay, what, I'm, okay. what I'm talking about though is the fact that <laughs> there's so many churches. Once they start getting celebrity parishioners, oh yeah, the regular parishioners start to feel neglected, and so much so that one of the parishioners from the church in New in LA, um, she says she left because everything was about catering to the Justin Bieber's of the world, the Selena Gomez's of the world. She's like, we all are. Christian, we worship Jesus Christ and everything, and everything was about catering to their needs, and you know everything was focused on them, and we were getting neglected as parishioners that had been there for years and years and years, and that makes me wonder, like, can Christianity be bought? Yes. There you go. We used to sell. Look at the Roman Catholic Church. We used to sell um, absolution, I believe is the word. I know Lieutenant Colonel Awesome is going to um, text me in a few days to let me know if I'm using the right word. But we used to sell absolution to get into heaven, like all your sins are done. Sell it. Yes. I think to some extent it's being sold today. Mm -hmm. so, Everything can be bought. It's, it's, it's crazy. Everything got a price tag. Everything. Everything is, every, you know, everything can be bought and sold in this world. Yes. Every, ain't that some shit? Yes. With that being said... I want to um, I, I, I want to go to one last thing before we uh, close out the show. It's been a pretty good show. I love talking about pop culture. 
Do you? Yes, because half the time when like we don't know nothing, like ha, huh? I like to hear us back. Those like the like the clip. We're so old. Oh yeah, yeah like, oh, I don't know about it. I'm so old. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, let's transition to. I'm working on it, people. I'm working on it. All right. All right. So with Christmas a week away during these unprecedented times that have been interrupted by the coronavirus and an unseemly unending presidential election, many have taken time to espouse their Christian beliefs. We have all been behind a card during this season that has a bumper sticker that said, keep Christ, keep Christ in Christmas. What exactly does that mean? So many people are screaming about Christian values, but I've seen less and less of those values displayed this year. From rioters trashing buildings, the Proud Boys storming government buildings, protesters refusing to wear masks, bar owners running down cops, and people threatening the lives of those they disagree with, I see no Christian values, values in sight. So where is the Christ in Christmas? Christmas has become more about gifts than anything else. I'm a retail merchandiser, and the disgusting behavior that I see exhibited by people buying gifts as a symbolic gesture of the birth of Christ is mind-boggling. I believe many have forgotten what the true meaning of Christmas is. I don't pretend to be a great Christian with 100% Christian values, but it's really disheartening to see what has become of, the become of us as people and more succinctly, Christian people. As we near closer to the day we celebrate Jesus Christ, please ask yourself, am I living, living Christ-like? Have I kept Christ in Christmas? Marissa, before we go, I want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. And thank you for another year of friendship. Where can they catch us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18 on Instagram and Twitter. The Yep, yeah, yes, podcast on Facebook. Any streaming device that has a podcast playing <coughs> service, all you've got to do is say, hey, the device. Please play the Yep, yeah, yes, podcast. And... Yes. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah to y'all that are celebrating Hanukkah right now. Um, when is Christmas? What is it on the 25th again this year? It's going to be uh, December 32nd this year. Oh, okay. Just checking. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Until next time. Get okay. But you, you don't know. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs>